Hello everyone, today I will be telling you about a trip that I took where I had to fly all over the place within a country in South America. <laughs> it was wild. Also, today we'll be visiting the Pretendomatic and we will be programming the Pretendomatic to talk to a brand new Bible character. Ooh, can't wait to tell you who that will be. And of course, we have a What's It? Silly Minute game show and so much more. I'm so happy that you're joining me here today on God's Great Earth. Hello everyone, my name is Rich Aguilera and welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm excited about all the cool stuff that we're going to be talking about on today's show. Are you ready? Yes, you are. So let's get going. As always, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser. This helps us sharpen our brains, gets us ready for today's episode. And of course, the very cool thing about this is you guys are sending them in from all over the world. So thank you so much. Keep sending them in. And of course, the one that we have for today comes to us from Zimri in Taos, New Mexico. All right, here is what Zimri sent. A word I know. Six letters it contains. Remove one letter and twelve remains. What is it? <laughs> wow. All right. I got to read that again. Here we go. A word I know. Six letters it contains. Remove one letter and twelve remains. What is it? Oh, wow. That is a good one. Thank you so much, Zimri, for sending that in. If you have one that you'd like to send in so that we can use on the show, of course, we'd love to get it. In order for that to happen, we need you to go to the website at godsgreatearth.com and you'll see a form right there to submit your brain teasers. And thank you so much for sending those in. I just love getting those. And now it is time for the greatest adventure. Our God's Great Earth adventure today is called The Most Important Flight. A few years ago, I was invited to go down to Colombia in South America to speak at a few events. Since I'd be flying down all the way from the United States, they wanted to plan their long weekend in such a way that they could arrange to have me speak at a few different places. That, that sounded very logical to me. I wasn't sure when I'd have the opportunity to come back to Colombia again, so I told them to go ahead and plan the long weekend however they thought would work best. What happened over the next couple of days was impressive. I flew from Chicago to Houston, then from Houston to Bogota, then from Bogota to Medellin. I made my way out of the terminal and I was met up with my host for the weekend. She took me directly to the college in Medellin where I would be presenting that very same night. I set up, I got ready, and before I knew it, there was about 500 kids that had filled up an auditorium. We had a great time at the event, but when the event was done, we quickly packed up and went to bed. And I was awakened early next morning to be taken to the airport where I took a flight to the town of Barranquilla. After my presentation there, I went straight back to the airport and flew to Bogota and then another flight to Cucuta in the morning. I did my presentation there in the morning, packed up, and headed straight back to the airport where I took a flight back to Bogota, then another flight up to Bucaramanga. I did my presentation that evening for the fourth and final time. The following morning, I flew back to Bogota, then back to Houston, and finally back to Chicago. 
<laughs> Did you get all that? I ended up taking 11 flights in three days. <laughs> I did a lot of flying. But the real flying that I'm looking forward to someday is Jesus' second coming. The Bible says that we will fly up to meet Jesus in the air. Wow, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that day. How about you? 1 Thessalonians 4.17 says, After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Alrighty, it is time for a what's it? What is that thing I heard? Ah, so I'm going to play a sound for you here in a moment and your job is going to be to figure out what that sound might be. And of course, the clue that I give you every single time, it is something from nature. It is something God created. And your job is going to be to try to listen and guess. And of course, I will reveal the answer at the end. But let's get ready to hear the sound. Are you ready? Here it is. Okay. Wow. What could that be? Like I said, I'll come back in a little bit here at the end of the episode, and we will reveal the answer to see if your guess was right. Alrighty, everyone. It is that time of the show. It's time to visit the Pretendomatic. That's my pretend time machine. And of course, since Bible characters were real people, we really have a lot of fun with the Pretendomatic, pretending to go back in time and talking to them. And today, we're going to talk to a new person. And his name is Zachariah. Wow. All right, let's turn on the Pretendomatic and enter our coordinates. Alrighty, we made it. We are here at the temple in Jerusalem, it looks like. And I am looking for a priest. Hmm, okay. Oh, hmm, I think that's him right there. Uh, hello, sir. Hello, young man. May I help you? Hi, uh, yes. Uh, are, are you a, a priest? Yes, that is right. I am a priest. My name is Zachariah. Great. My name is Rich, and I was just wondering if you had a few minutes you can talk to me. But of course, young man, I always have time to talk to people that come into the temple. Wonderful, wonderful, thank you. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, actually, I just wanted to know a little bit about you so that I could tell my friends that I met you. <laughs> oh, I'm not a big deal. Just a priest here in the temple. I love this job. I've been doing this all my life. Wow, that, that's pretty cool. Yes, and as you can see, I'm a pretty old man. So I've been doing this for quite a long time now. Wow, I'm sure you've seen and experienced some pretty amazing things. Oh yes, never a dull moment here in the temple. Seems like every day there's something going on. But I'm just glad to be in the service of the Lord. Very nice, very nice. Um, can you tell me about your family? Oh, well, sure, although there isn't much to tell, I'm afraid. At home, it's just me and my wife, Elizabeth. We don't have any children. Oh, okay. I, I see. Yes, we just never had children. And now, of course, that we're both pretty old, we've accepted long ago that it just wasn't part of God's plan for us. 
Oh, I see. Um, it sounds like you and Elizabeth really love and trust the Lord. Oh, yes. We've dedicated our entire lives to serving God. In my own family, I came from a long line of priests. The priestly division of Abijah. Abijah. Right. And my wife, she has an even more amazing lineage because she is a descendant of Aaron. Aaron? That's right, Aaron. Wow, Aaron, like like the brother of Moses and, and who crossed the Red Sea and all that? That's right. You know your scriptures well, young man. Good for you. Yeah, wow. Well, that's a pretty famous story. But that is so cool that Elizabeth is a descendant of Aaron. Wow, that's super cool. Yes, well, we've been very blessed. And even though we're both elderly now, it is a privilege to be able to continue serving God here in the temple. So, what do you do here? What, what, what does your work include today? Well, actually, today is a special day. Because today I will be going into the middle of the temple over there to burn incense for the Lord. Oh, okay. So, you and the other priests have some sort of schedule for who is going to do what each day? Uh, not quite, sir. Our custom is a little different here in the priesthood. Oh, really? Uh, so how do you do it? Well, we have a custom where we are chosen by lot. Like eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, well, I'm not sure what that is, but yes, I, I think so. And well, today I was the one that was selected to go in and burn incense in the holy place. As you can see, a bunch of worshippers have already assembled over there and have started praying. Oh, yeah, I see. Uh, so you have to go in now? Yes, that's right. So I'm afraid I'll have to talk to you later. I must go inside now. Okay, uh, thank you, Mr. Zechariah. Uh, I'll catch up with you later. Huh, neat. Interesting job. Well, we'll come back later and talk to him some more. Hello, listeners. I'm so glad that you're joining me today on the show. I want to invite you to also check out our video content, too. We have a new platform now where we are compiling all of our video and audio work, hundreds of things to watch and listen to, and we keep adding more, and all of it points kids to Jesus. For more information, please visit kidsbibleflix.com. That's flicks with an X. Right now it is time for today's random nature fact. I love learning about all of God's amazing nature that we have on our planet and in our universe. If you were to ask any scientist to tell you what's the most complex thing in nature that we know of, the answer will be your brain. Your brain contains about 86 billion cells or neurons and it contains billions of nerve fibers and the neurons are connected by trillions of synapses, or connections. <laughs> if you ask me, that's pretty impressive. You are walking around with a marvel of nature in your head. Of course, God put it there, which is what makes you so special and unique and complex. Look what it says in Psalm 139, 13 and 14. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, and how well I know it. Wow, I really love that verse. Remember, when you look at anything in nature, it's an example of God's awesome artwork. 
Alrighty, everyone, it is time for a humor break. It's time for Silly Minute. I have three great jokes for you today, sent in by three individuals. And here we go. The first one is from Sandy in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. What did baby corn say to mama corn? Where's popcorn? <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's check out the next one. It comes from Joey in Apopka, Florida. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired. <laughs> too tired. Because it had two tires. <laughs> All right. That's good. All right. And the last one is from Ivan in Boston, Massachusetts. Why didn't the skeleton bungee jump? <laughs> it didn't have the guts. <laughs> All right. All right. That was great. Love getting those giggles out. Kind of silly. Thank you for sending those in, you guys. And remember, if you have some fun, squeaky clean jokes that you'd like to share on the show, we'd love to get them. So please go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and submit them there on the form. When I was little, the Guinness Book of World's Records amazed me. Some records were a little corny like the world's longest hot dog, <laughs> but others were actually quite fascinating. For some reason, the most memorable one to me was the one about the tallest man on record, Robert Wadlow, who measured just over eight feet and 11 inches tall. Can you imagine nine foot tall almost? That might be twice as tall as some of you readers out there. I used to look at his picture and think, wow, this guy is tall. Then one day I remember Shaquille O'Neal, came out of nowhere. He was a large and towering basketball player from Louisiana State University, LSU, and he measured over seven feet tall. And when he was a junior, he was drafted to play the professional basketball in the NBA, and he promised his mother that he would finish college and graduate someday. Shaq became a basketball superstar and helped his teams win four NBA titles. He was earning millions of dollars a year and had everything that he could dream of, except one thing. There was that one little promise that he had made to his mom that he would finish college. He didn't need the degree. He was making massive amounts of money. Why would he ever want to go back and finish his degree? Shaq wanted to keep his promise. So every summer, he started taking summer school. Can you imagine Shaquille O'Neal doing homework all summer? It took him nine years, but he finally finished his degree at LSU. A promise is a powerful thing. Never make a promise that you don't intend to keep. The Bible is filled with promises that God made us. Stay close to God, and each of those promises will be fulfilled in your life. Okay, let's go back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Zachariah. We'll uh, jump ahead here a couple hours and catch up with him at home. Hey, maybe we can meet Elizabeth. Alrighty, I am back and it looks like this is Zachariah's house. Uh, hopefully he's home. Uh, oh, oh yeah, he's right there sitting on the porch. Uh, hello, Zachariah. It's me again, Rich. How are you doing? Uh, what, why, why are you pointing at your mouth? What? You can't speak? Really? Are you serious? It, well, well, this is a little awkward. 
What happened to you, Zechariah? I mean, I just spoke to you a little bit ago and you were just fine. You said you had to go into the temple to burn some incense. What happened? What happened to your voice? You lost your voice? Oh, okay, you nodded yes. Well, what happened? Well, I guess it's hard for you to say that if you can't talk. Oh, uh, this is kind of complicated. Hello? Oh, uh, hello, ma'am. Yes, can I help you? Uh, hi, ma'am. Uh, are you Elizabeth? That's right. And you are? My name is Rich. Uh, just a little while ago, I was at the temple, and I was chatting with your husband here, but I can see that something happened. If for some reason, he can't talk to me now. Is that right, Zechariah? Yes, well, he's saying you are right. And yes, you can definitely say something has happened. Wow, is he okay? Is he going to be able to talk again? Well, we certainly hope so. It may not be till later this year. Later this year? Wow, okay, this is strange. Uh, can you tell me what's going on? Well, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I suppose I can share what I know, but it's been a very difficult afternoon. Wow, okay, yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Well, this morning, Zechariah went to the temple as usual. He mentioned that he had been chosen to burn incense today during worship. So I knew he would be entering the holy place in the temple. I see. Neat. Yes, it's a privilege every time he gets to go in there. Of course, as you probably know, while he goes in there, all the people are outside, praying and worshipping. Right, right, yes, I, I saw that. Uh, but what happened? Well, something happened because when he came out of the temple, he couldn't speak. He came out and he couldn't speak. That's right. Wow. Okay, the, that's really unusual. You can say that again. The other priests were pretty concerned, as you can imagine. Yeah, for sure. And of course, all of the people that were gathered there were also very alarmed by this. He just stood there and couldn't speak. He tried to use gestures, but I don't think it was working very well. Wow. Right. So, well... Zechariah finally decided to just come home. Uh, okay, good. Of course, when he got here, he still couldn't speak, and his gestures were really not helping. Right, yeah, I, I can imagine. Right, but fortunately, I had some old parchments laying around and something to write with, so I took it over to him. Ah, brilliant idea. Yes, that really helped now, because he could write down what he wanted to say. So, what did he say, or write? Well, it took a while to get his whole story out, but I have to say, I was shocked and amazed at what he wrote, especially since part of what he said had to do with me. Wow, okay, that is interesting. <laughs> now I'm super curious. I can't wait till our next episode so that we can come back and, and talk and, or write <laughs> with both of them to see what happened. Hey, everyone. Did you know that people are listening to this show in over 70 countries every week? We produce this show as a sign of faith to God that he will help us find kind and generous folks like you, maybe, to help us continue doing this work. And not everyone may be called to support but if you feel that God needs you to help us reach millions of kids around the world by supporting us a little, 
we'd love to partner with you. To support, please visit our website at godsgreatearth.com and click on support. Okay, everyone, it's journal time. It's time to get those journals out. You know that I think it's important to keep a journal, and that's basically a blank book or some pages that you can write on to keep track of your thoughts. And by the way, this is only for you. No one else should ever read your journal because these are just thoughts between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, what is your favorite way to spend time with God? Cool. By the way, if you're looking for a special journal to write in, check out our website to get your own God's Great Earth Journal. Okay, everyone, it's time for Game Show! Have you been paying attention? Of course you have, you always do, and you can prove it by shouting out the answers to these five questions. And it looks like you are ready, so let's go with question number one. In my travel story, how many flights did I take in three days? That's right, 11. (laughs) Whoa. All right, let's go on to question number two. What was Zachariah's job? That's right, he was a priest at the temple. Okay, let's keep going with question number three. Where was Zachariah when he lost his voice? That's right, in the temple, in the holy place. All right, let's check out question number four. The most complex thing that we know of in the universe is... That's right, our brain. Cool. And the last question, number five. How many years did it take for Shaq to finish his college degree? That's right, nine years. All right. Good job, everyone. Okay, everyone, it's time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Hopefully you've had enough time to think about that a little bit. And it was a pretty hard one sent by Zimri in Taos, New Mexico. And here is the brain teaser. A word I know, six letters it contains. Remove one letter and 12 remains. What is it? Wow. Hopefully you've been able to think about it. The answer is the word dozens. (laughs) You remove the S on the end. And 12 remains a dozen. (laughs) Whoa, that was hard. (laughs) Thank you, Zimri, for making our brains work out like crazy. Remember, though, if you have one that you'd like to share on the show, we'd love for you to send it in to our website, godsgreatearth.com. Fill it out on that form. And lastly, before we finish up today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it. What was that thing we heard? All right, of course, I will play the sound for you one last time, one last chance to get it. Here is the sound. Alrighty, and the answer is a hippopotamus. (laughs) Yeah, with that big old mouth. That is what a hippopotamus sounds like. Cool. Did you get it? Oh, well, let's see how you do on our next episode. Well, it's amazing that our time is up already. Remember, the Bible is full of God's promises. And one of the coolest promises is that Jesus will come back to take us to heaven someday. 
awesome. Also, like Zechariah, I encourage every one of you to decide to follow and serve the Lord for your entire life. And lastly, when you make a promise to someone, make sure you do everything possible to keep it. Your word is so valuable. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.